Welcome to Baba Diba Da Abado Nime Diba Do. God, can you imagine trying to do a whole episode like that? It would be terrible. So if we just started the show. I wonder how many, yeah, I wonder how okay. many people like thought. <laughs> I was just about now. to do my own intro and then I was like, wait, I think. I think all you right. did it already. For those of you who have not turned the show off by now, hello, welcome to Offbeat Tracks. We are not in the middle of a stroke. Um, no. I, and nothing is wrong yes. with your playback device. Yeah, welcome to episode, what, 90? 90, 92. 92. Yep. We're talking right. about Caramba this week. Yeah. Um, a gibberish group. The world's only, really. It's like when you combine like Swedish pop um, and like drugs and like, I don't know, some people who had a studio to do some stuff like, you know, yep. you have those ideas that you have that are like, I mean, I think wow, that- this is a terrible idea. But also, it's like, imagine that you had money in a studio and a producer. So you're like, well, I guess we should just do this today. I think that those three things you mentioned have been combined numerous, numerous, numerous times. That's very true. But uh, there was there was definitely some extra element of weirdness here that I'm not sure science would ever deduce what it actually people was. People don't know much about this, so it's like, it's all speculation. No, they don't. And that's, that's what's kind of fun. So we're yeah. going to give you the information that is basically available about Karamba, but there isn't much because... Nobody's really sure who the entire cast and crew was. Um, what we do know about Karamba uh-huh. is that they released one album in 1981 on Trash Records, yep. which I do love. <laughs> um, and that the producer behind it was a guy named Michael B. Trito, um, who worked with ABBA. He was yep. ABBA's uh, studio engineer. This from... is another tricky way for me to work in ABBA into an Offbeat Tracks <laughs> episode. You know, figure it out. I will. That's right. He was ABBA's studio engineer from during their heyday, basically, yeah. 72 to 82. Is, yeah, and this is during ABBA's heyday, too, and this is done. So this is, what, 81, I think? This was, yep, 1981. Um, the other person whose name uh, is involved is a guy yes. named Ted Gordestad, uh, yes. which we're going to go with that pronunciation, I guess. So oh, Yeah, 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 that's probably right. Poor Ted. Ted is an interesting guy, right? He, like, yeah, uh, he is interesting. He, I, I just... Sad story. It is kind of sad. I feel like he just was an unlucky dude. So what the deal was with Ted, he uh, had a series of singles in the early 1970s that basically made him a star. He was a little Swedish teen idol and he was, he was a looker. Yeah, he was. He was, he was, he was a little cutie. Um, But then he like tried out for Eurovision for whatever their contest was. I think the first time he tried out was the year that ABBA won. So you knew he wasn't going to win then. Um, And I mean, really in retrospect. Thank goodness he didn't win oh that my one. God, I could be obsessed with so, Ted Gardestad. This is we're talking like Sweden has a contest like within Sweden. Melody Festivalen. Thank you, Melody Festivalen, <laughs> to determine what act they're going to send to the Eurovision contest. Yeah. So Ted lost to ABBA. I believe that was his first attempt, but he tried like two or three more yeah. times and did not. Um, he actually he, he lost never, to like some of the most iconic Swedish ones that are memorable. Right. It was too. just like, it was bad timing. I know it's not because he sucked. Like it really, he was you know against some good people but he was um still like a star in sweden he was like a little teen idol pop star and and had success there for several years and then finally 1977 he attempts to break through in the u.s and he records an english language album releases in the u.s and it face plants yeah it totally flopped um he they in like 1997 i think it was they did an entire anthology of all of his albums like on cd for Mm -hmm. the first time and they skipped that one they did Aww. they did not put the US English language album from 1977 on CD. It's never been pressed on CD. <laughs> Isn't I really that sad? I listen to it. I wonder if somebody has it somewhere. I'm sure it's on YouTube. I want to listen to it. I bet it's awful and yeah. it's great. So, um 
Then fast forward to this weird situation. Oh from my God, it's the weirdest. Right? 1986. So uh-huh. there was a prime minister in, uh, was he prime minister or president? I prime minister. Prime minister, okay. Sweden. In Olaf Sweden, Palma. named Al- Al- Olaf Palma. And uh, he is shot uh, outside of um, like a movie theater or something. Which is like crazy in Sweden stuff. That never happens. And it hasn't happened right. since. Like they don't do that. Well, somehow... Ted gets named as a suspect in this. Yeah, like... And I'm still not entirely clear on why this happened. I actually overlooked this up because every time I read part of it, like, I feel like there's, like, a step missing in the story of how this happened. Okay. Apparently, like, when it happened, some newspaper article writer lady, like, did not do any research at all and was just like, just put it in there. They're like, well, the police are looking into Ted Garstad. And, like, it was completely wrong. And everyone was like, everyone immediately was like, no. Absolutely not. That doesn't make sense. And everyone was like, cool. Clearly not you. But a bunch of people who read it just never let go of that. Well, yeah. Rumor. I mean, once you once you associate a terrible idea with exactly. someone, they're so, branded like, with it, it for life. Yeah, 100%. They never looked into him. There was nothing. But like someone just stuck this in an article. And I wonder if they ever got in trouble for that. Like, that's crazy. Yikes. But a lot of people stuck to that rumor. So it just kind of became stuck with him for the rest of ever. I mean, yeah. How could it not? That's and kind he, of a big deal. He had a lot of... Uh, I think he was like a paranoid schizophrenic too. He had a lot of mental illness stuff anyway, and he was very sensitive about things. And that was 100% like crushing to him yeah, this, forever. This basically ruined his life. Yeah. Uh, this, this um, association. He, um, he did find, he took a break from music for quite some time after his flop, which was 77. So then this happens already. You're like, you're seven, eight years after that. Yeah. Um, when this happens. Um, and then he didn't release any new music until 1994. He was very depressed there for a long time, yeah. um, and he went on tour also with the new music in the 90s, but um, his his mental health problems would plague him, and he ended up killing himself by jumping in front of a train in June of 1997. Interestingly yeah. enough, did you see who attended his funeral? Agneta. The most reclusive member I know. I feel ABBA. like when I read that, I was like, that makes sense. I feel like they probably had a lot in common because she's kind of, she's I, very I thought the shy. same thing, yeah. She had trouble with fame. I mean, not to the level that Ted did, but, you know, she had trouble dealing with fame. She still does. That's one of the reasons why ABBA has never fully gotten back together for touring because she doesn't want any part of it. And she's she doesn't like to fly. She's got a fear of flying. Right. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense that she would be the one who's... There, I bet they had a lot in common. It's very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so why are we talking about this guy? So here's the link, the the only link I could find that that exists yep. between him and Caramba is that when Michael B. Trito, who we know was the producer of Caramba, released his greatest hits CD in 1999, in the liner notes it says, this album is dedicated to Ted Gordestad, who should be here now, rolling on the floor in paroxysms of laughter as usual. Yep. So that is the link. And I guess maybe there were some Caramba songs on that Greatest Hits CD. Yes. Okay. Like that was like the confirmation. It was never confirmed that he was in Caramba until after he died when they released like a Greatest Hits thing. But this was Michael B. Trito's Greatest Hits. Oh, was it? Yeah. So yes. that was like, I want to say it was it was after Ted died, though. Maybe that. actually maybe it was Ted's Greatest Hits. Maybe I misread. That would make a lot more sense if it was a Ted Gordestad Greatest Hits album. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, like it's a I'm pretty sure it was not until after he died that it was He's and he's still the only confirmed member, I believe. Only huh. Ted. There were rumors of other people like Bjorn Olveus, crazy person. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> Abba, crazy person. Good old Bjorn. But it's all yeah. Like, that's you know, that, the rumor rumored. is that Bjorn is in there singing somewhere too on this. Basically, there there were probably a lot of Swedish people doing this for fun. Um, and laughing on the studio floor. Yes. Because how could you do this with a straight face? 
Right. And I mean that with love. Like I love this. There's if you want if you want to smile, you put on this album. Uh, you yeah. cannot help so it. So <laughs> I think that we should run down the list, by the way, of how like because the liner notes of the Karamba album down here. have like <laughs> the, you you want to go ahead. Are we going to so do these, all of them? Yeah, let, they're they're all hilarious. So yeah, these are the people. These are the actual musicians credited. This is these are their names credited in the Caramba liner notes. Carlos Ilora, Alo. That's that's the yeah, yeah. Uh, Zoltan oh, yeah. Zol Violota. Yeah, the, yeah, the last all... parts that she's reading are the instruments, yes. which don't make any sense either. Exactly. Doctor Fritz Hofner, Barribasso, uh, Tudor Luder. Love that. That's my fave. Tudor Luder. <laughs> Tudor Luder. Battery. Abdullah Presley, Tomba. <laughs> anyway, you get the idea. They did like yeah. twenty of these names. Oh, Clapton Combo. That's another good one. Yes. Also, uh, if you there are some songs you'll hear this a lot. Uh, King Nam, Anam. Oh yes, King Nam. Is, yes, who is credited Anam. as Anam, which you hear a lot in the song. <laughs> yes, you will. There's a King oh, Nam also, and a King Kong. Yes. Giorgio Martini. Oh yes. We need, I can just see a bunch of Swedish dudes sitting it's around like, like, hey, we need a name for an Italian guy. Oh, how about Giorgio Martini? It's like George Martin of the Beatles, <laughs> right. but some Italian guy named Giorgio, Giorgio Martini. Martini. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So, I would drink martinis if they were called a Giorgio Martini. So why is this album so cryptic and so weird and so offbeat? Well, because um, there is no language on the album. And it's not instrumental. It's all gibberish. Yeah. And I didn't realize until um, many years later that there are they are emulating various languages around the world. Yeah. That that's the whole point is that they're it's like really doing different cool. styles. Well, I never thought about it because the song that like... I knew of Karamba was Hubba Hubba Zoot Zoot, which I never, I was like not listening to that in the context of, oh, what language are they making fun of? Only now do I realize Hubba Hubba Zoot Zoot was probably supposed to be the English one. I can't tell what it is on that one. I see. That's why I think the fact that we can't tell means it's the English one. Oh, good point. You know what I mean? Like if you ask a person who's not a native English speaker to mock English, they're going to throw like a lot of. R, 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 R sounds in there, oh, that yeah. kind of thing. Okay. And so, I, I don't know. I, I think that Hubba Hubba Zoot Zoot might be them making fun of English. Mm. I just always assume it was Swedish. Um, so, can, mm. Hubba Hubba Zoot Zoot is the only single released from from the Karamba record, so we'll talk about it first. I discovered this song back in the day of E-Bombs World and and, and uh, <laughs> anime music videos. It might not have even been on E-Bombs um, initially that I saw it, but it was like a list of anime music videos. This was a thing in the late nineties, early two thousands when you would take clips from your favorite anime and put a song that you liked behind them and like, make it look like the anime characters were singing the song. And someone did one for hubba hubba zoot zoot <laughs> with an anime that was, um, I can't ever remember the name of the anime because it was credited as Jinai and the bug Ram, which is, is a, he's like the bad guy in some anime. I can't remember. I'm not an anime person, but, um, that was how I found this song. And I remember like showing it to you. Yeah, and, and, I loved and, it immediately. I was like, "What the hell is this? Yeah. I love it. It's so dumb." Also worth noting, this was a number one song in Sweden. Of course, it was because like, they rule, and also are a little bit weird. Was <laughs> that why? Like, <laughs> I can think of much worse songs that have been number ones. Well, that is and true. This one, this one's up there, man. It's, yeah, this is a this. I love this song. I'll never not parade, love this song. It knows it's nonsense. It's not like some nonsense that. Claims it's not nonsense. Hmm. This is some nonsense. You got to appreciate the the realness here. A dumb numb. Um, <laughs> aba, mole, mole. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> bunch of noises and like, I think Ted's the lead vocal on like all of this stuff. 
Probably, yeah. Ted goes hard on the noises. Yeah. Like, well, that's because this song is very repetitive. And so by the end, it's like they've they've taken what was initially like the little verse that they sing so pleasantly the first few times. And then they just go off the rails by the end of it. And there are some ones where he, he doesn't even like sing words. He just is like. It's beautiful. And apparently I actually read this. Like if you could ever come across this vinyl in the original liner notes, it has the lyrics to the Caramba songs. And it's like. It's just noises. That's it's beautiful. beautiful. Great song. Second one, Alibaba. I'm assuming he's making fun of Arabic. Um, I thought about or it too. Middle it's, Eastern, yeah, but, or Farsi, or but something. also it's like Calypso. It's like a Calypso song. A little bit, but like to me, it's I don't know. I can't figure it out. But it's I can't either. But I think this is my favorite Karamo song. Oh, is it? It's a good one. Like I can't tell. This isn't your favorite. I thought this was going to be your oh, favorite. Oh no, it's coming up. Oh really wow, I'm shook. I thought I really thought this was going to be your favorite. No, I mean I really love this song. I don't skip it. But like it's... no, I because I I'll be honest. Before we show prepped, I had never listened to any other Karamba song. I, I never listened. I hadn't listened to the rest of this record. I hadn't either. And so. Um, this came up, and I guess Danielle listened to this way before I did, and I, uh, she was like, oh, there's this one other song that I like better than Hubbaba Zoot Suit. And when I started listening, I got to Alibaba, and I thought, oh, it's going to be this one. Oh, I love this song 100%, but it's not like the one that has captured my heart oh. forever. Yeah, I walked around for the next fun. week going, Alibaba, Alibaba. <laughs> that's like, such a good hook. Yeah, it is. Like, it's a stupid sounding song, of course. They all are. But, like, they're really well done pop songs. They are. And they have hooks, and... You don't know the words, but you still remember it. Like, yeah, it's perfect. It's so good. Fina, which is not German, yeah, but, but super German. Yeah, they're making fun of the Germans like, here. Um, and it's so German. It's like, like a, it's, it's like German disco, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Which is so like 1981 it German is. pop music. It is. This is exactly what pop music sounded like in Germany in 1981. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like the old schlagers of the 80s and the Schlager, early 90s. Schlager, thank you. I couldn't of... think of the word. I wanted to say Krautrock, but that's like Kraftwerk. Oh, no, <laughs> so. no. I mean, this is like, actually, this is kind of before really a lot of that blew up in Germany. It was just starting at the time. Like, yeah, to me, right. this is one of the most quintessential ones. And it's not even a real one. It's making fun of it. And it's, oh my God, it's so good. It could be perfect, but like, I love what, like there are YouTube comments where people are just making fun of Germans on it because it's such a good, perfect German <laughs> thing that like this song is, even though it makes no sense. So beautiful. <laughs>
So Donamaya. Oh my god. The song of my heart right here. I love Donamaya. Really? I love This is the one Donna you love? I loved this like at first listen. Well, Donamaya is just kind of, it sounds a lot like Idafina. But, it's a lot like Anafina. But like they're a, making fun of Italians here, I think, right? I think so, too. Because they're doing this yum, yum, like, kiss, kiss, like. <laughs> I just think it's very, like. Um, Anamaya, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the uh, the Swedish version of when Americans are like, hey, hey, oh, it's like, hey. It's like a little rocky disco song. That sing-songy Italian thing, yeah. I, I kind of like this because of all of it. I think it sounds the most different on the album. Like, it doesn't <laughs> sound like Caramba. No, oh, I, it 100% you know it's Corona. I mean, yeah. But it doesn't I, I, sound like the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a good little switch up, and it's a fun I, I'm little with you. song. It's got a good little beat to it. I really love Dot of My... So I'm very curious to hear why you picked this one. Fido? Uh, so Fido is... I don't I don't know what this is making fun of, other than dogs. Right, yeah. It's, it's literally making and fun it's of dogs. It's so stupid. And this was like a... This was actually like kind of popular around the world. It was in a commercial. Right, it was in a commercial for hats, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was... They changed the lyrics to Fedora for whatever... I don't understand this. Oh, this I is, thought it was in a commercial for like a Fedora. Oh, no, this hat is line. like one of those things that Americans will never understand. Okay. Um, I'm, this is for our international audience. Because <laughs> I'm going to say words that make zero sense to an American. I'm the Corumba. <laughs> I'm Corumbaing. This is nonsense language. They, Some company made a commercial like in, I want to say the 90s, uh, and they changed the lyrics to Fedora. And it was a really famous commercial for a brand called Kia Ora, which is a fruit juice drink that apparently comes from Australia that's pretty decently popular in the UK. Kia Ora, Fedora. Okay. Dogs barking. Right. So and the was song Fedora in the commercial like, is basically this. It's just like Fedora so was, instead of Fido. Was Fido. Fedora like the name of a dog in the I commercial? Have no idea okay. why they changed it to Fedora. Maybe because it's like Kia Ora? Because it... I don't know. I don't know. Like Europe, explain yourself. Because I just, I'm just carambaed. I don't know what I just said, <laughs> but I know that that's the truth. But I don't know what any of it means. But well, I you know like it's it. the truth as some European person, right? Like I can't. Okay, here's the thing. This song is not one of the most fun on there. But how can you listen? I mean, to I this thought it was not, cute. Oh, it's cute, 100. percent Also, it's a bunch of dogs barking, like, like boogie boogie doggy doggy. What is that? <laughs> what kind of hook is that? <laughs> Um, and then there's dogs barking the whole time. I don't know. If you can't listen to this and laugh at least once, then you have no soul. And I'm so sorry for you. And finally, our friend Ahilo. 
I think it's just alo, isn't it? Alo, ahilo? Yeah, like alo. I, I think there's like a phone thing in it. Yeah, I think it's like alo. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, see, to me, it sounds like ahilo. Oh, it might be. Okay. Well, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure anyway, it's Anyway, go on. Hello. Hello, um, like you're answering a phone. Okay. Hello. Yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, see, I need you as my Karamba <laughs> translator. I'm really good at nonsense. You see who I date? It's all nonsense all the time. You got to translate. Um, no, it's like, uh, yeah, it's a fun little song with a good beat. It's cute. Like, it's. Yeah, who are they making fun of, though? I don't know. I can't tell on this one. <laughs> the Hawaiians? I honestly can't tell. No, there is a Hawaiian one that we're, I didn't have on there. I can't remember which one it is. It starts with a K, maybe. Kapuaiai or something. <laughs> But it do make sure. fun of Hawaiian. Sure, that's a that's a karamba song. Anything is a karamba song I'm if you try hard enough. I'm just making Hawaiian noises. That's yes. all they're doing too. Come on, that's true. Yeah, there is a there are a couple songs we need to talk about on here. Like there's one that's a. Making I can't fun believe of, I didn't get that. The answering the phone. There's one called Spotnik, by the way. Oh yes, the Russian one. Yes, it is incredibly Russian. Yeah, I, I listened to that one. Yep. <laughs> if I if I didn't know that wasn't Russian, I would think that was Russian. <laughs> um, anyway, what were we talking about? Allo. Allo. Hello. Yeah, no, it's a cute little fun song, and it's like sweet, and it's it's a good little dance tune, I think. You like it? Yeah, I love it. Very cute. We don't know what language it is, but hello. Hello. So, good news if you want to listen to the rest of this record. The Karamba album finally made it to CD in 2011. And it's actually on Spotify now. It is on Spotify, yes. I about barfed at when I saw. I was like, are you kidding? Like a good barf? Not a bad barf. Um, no, not a bad barf. <laughs> so, yes, you can listen to Karamba in the highest fidelity possible. And uh, it is delightful. Yeah. I wonder if there are like any vinyls of this floating around. I've never thought about it until right Oh, I'm sure. This well, yeah, I mean, the original second. pressing. I'm sure. Yeah, I just wonder how many there are. Because that know, would I mean, be... It was a number one song in Switzerland, or in uh, Sweden, rather, so bear I in mind. I really want to have those liner notes of the lyrics. <laughs> like, I would frame those, and that would be perfect. Yes. Anyway. Indeed. So that's Karamba. That's Karamba. The story of Ted. Yes. And, I'm not going to uh, do the outro in gibberish, because it's just too... It's too whatever. But, uh, yeah... That's Karamba. Very cool. One of the offbeatest, weirdest yeah, things this is, we will this talk is, about. Yeah, I, I agree. This is definitely uh, up there um, as far as our offbeat needle, where the, where the needle gets. This is very almost, almost breaking the meter, in fact. <laughs> uh, we'll have something much more, um, well, <laughs> mainstream for us, I guess, next week. It is in a language. Yes, it is in a language. That's, so that's, that's a step up. Number one. In the meantime, hit us up on uh, Twitter. At Offbeat Tracks. We also have our own website on the worldwide web. Yeah. It's uh, offbeattrackscast.com. We have all our old episodes up there. And yes, and we answer emails and tweets and things like that. So Woo-hoo. please write us and tell us what you would like us to cover. And you can also uh, yeah, listen to all of our old episodes on iTunes and Google or wherever else you're listening to us. Yep. So in the meantime, um, thank you, and we will see you next week. I'm Max. I'm Danielle. Bye. Bye.